Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Saturday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 19th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing well. I'm, you know, moving day's over. We saw just the leaderboard completely turned on its head. Um, not really, but you know what? A lot we of had shuffling. A day of golf. We had a day of golf. The score distribution is pretty much exactly the same as when we started. I'm now convinced that if we played eight straight rounds to Tory, we would uh, we would have pretty much the same type of leaderboard. We eight got rounds those, later. We got juice though. Late. I mean, I'm coming into this recording juice. with a, a bit of enthusiasm, excitement about the last few hours, about excitement about the next day, which is kind of where you left it. I thought yesterday, uh, you're like, hey, we're too. It's going to be bunched. There'll be excitement, some drama, some oh, energy yeah. around it. We we have that from. Best I can tell, you got a, you got Rory, you got the Thick Boy, you got a, a nation, Canada represented up there. The King Louis out of nowhere comes, bob, bobs in that eagle at eighteen. All of a sudden, he's in the lead. So it's it's, and then the group at one is just loaded. You got I think DJ, who I didn't even know was playing this weekend, barely. You know, he just kind of sneaks up. Now he's in the top ten. At one is DJ Morikawa, Xander, and I think well, Rom jumped up. Rom jumped up to two, with the, but it's just like a lot of possibility. We we'll get into what you know, contender, pretender, how far down you go, all that. We'll get into that a little bit later. But it's a great what, leaderboard. Yeah, it's it's a strong leaderboard. Again, who would have guessed? This does not prove that. Like it's the U.S. Open. We got the, a lot of big names. The course is good. You know, and again, like similar to the Bell Reef thing. It does not de facto mean this is a, a good course. You could. Have a great basketball game between you know in the middle of the ocean between two great players. Like things happen, but remember it can when be they played that uh, that Duke Michigan State game on the aircraft carrier? Yeah, in San Diego. Coincidentally, that was in San Diego. I don't know if it was Duke, but yeah, they they had to keep delaying it. it wasn't like it was too windy one day and then there was moisture the other day. It didn't work well. If I'm not mistaken. We're hitting all the pertinent details here off the top. Um, what'd you make of Saturday? I thought it was fun that. Mackenzie Hughes, uh, I, I don't want to go into the negative right away, actually. What, what'd you make of Saturday? What'd you make of Saturday? I, I mean, I don't know what I made. I, I think it, this is what I took away. Well, that's away. why we're here. This is why Athletic's sponsoring I, this, to hear you say you don't know what you made. What I took away is, here's what I took away. I, I, it, there's going to be a lot of guys in the mix tomorrow. Yeah. But, it's very, very hard to shoot a high number here and very, very hard to shoot a low number here. Like, it was set up easy today. They had they had par fives up. They had three up. Like, they tried to set it up easy. You know, they had some bull pins out there, and we saw... Like, Rory and Casey shot 67. 67 was, was the low yeah. again. Like, that yeah. was the low the last two days. So, here's the thing. There's three guys at five, right? 
if one of them shoots even par, Rory or Bryce is going to have to play really freaking good. Like, playing really yeah. freaking good out here is 69, 68. You know, out of this world good is 67. So, like, the reality is, while it looks really close with three guys there, they need to all shoot over par. Which is uh, plausible. Possible. Oh, yeah. Plausible. It's totally plausible. Possible. Possible. Uh, I, I kind of think like five is a good winner. Winner yeah. six, six yeah. or seven is is done deal. But like you know, like if you get to if you finish at five, like you're gonna be pretty happy. So let's go into it. We're already ta- dancing around it. Then like, uh, I mean, are we gonna have something lower than sixty seven tomorrow? Probably not. I I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I it just We're- doesn't seem like it seems like it's not possible. <laughs> that, that's I, I found myself today sitting on my couch like thinking about how irate people were at Aaron Hills when JT shot that unbelievable 16. 63 like it was just yeah. like an exhibition it was right. so exhilarating it was exciting that day of golf was just like unbelievable and I remember how mad people were and I just thought that, you know the alternative is this where everybody shoots the same score <laughs> it is kind of like this sort of this sparring right with no big uppercuts like one of those fights where you pay yeah, a lot and like they kind of dance Mayweather. for 12 rounds yeah and it's just like i don't know anything about boxing but it's just sort of body blows and defensive stuff <laughs> I, I get that a little bit uh so that wouldn't portend well for like the one under group i just well they might shoot 67 highlighted. they might be okay right. at 67 right and one so of them think, po- probably can. DJ Morikawa, Xander, among them. I don't want to short Cebes, Bezadenhout, or Streelman, who are also at one under. But yeah, it, it, you know, if you're in the top ten, I think you have a chance. Yeah, a chance, yeah. a slight chance. It, it's going to be exciting because there's so many guys in the mix, right? You know, right. like there. But again, like this illuminates an issue because like Xander Shoffley, the hometown kid, got completely dropped from coverage today. He wasn't out of it by any means. Like. Scotty Scheffler just like appeared on the 16th hole. It was like, oh, Scotty Scheffler's in it. Like, there's too many guys for them to follow. Yeah. They're, they're, I almost felt like Louie even was like sort of like in the background a little bit. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden he was in the lead. Like, I, I didn't feel like we had the pulse of Louie playing in this penultimate group. It's the tricky thing when there's 10 guys in it. Right. You know, it's really, they can't follow all of them. And then, you know, they'll, they'll show. You know, shots of these random guys like they'll they'll show Phil following up, finishing up. Yeah, you know, finishing up at seventy eight or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's gonna be it's gonna be a day where you're just like shit's just gonna happen. Guys are gonna show up on putting greens and make a putt, and you're gonna be like, oh, maybe maybe uh, Christian Bizadenhouse gonna win. You know, so it's bunched, but not necessarily a, a lot of movement. If that, that that those can be the same thing, right? Like a bunch, obviously it's constipated. Like, the leaderboard's yeah. constipated. So there's a lot to show, but that's not because it's fast-paced action. Like we would say at a Masters, where everybody kind of all of a sudden, guy makes like shoots a 31 on the back and is in it. It's just I'm surprised there isn't like a a constipation reliever uh, sponsor for the senior tour. Now that I think about it. Like beer lax or God. Um 
Say they were even. Say where they were starting at the same score. A hypothetical, which we can't talk about. You know, it's, it's not reality. Louis and Rory starting with the exact same score tomorrow. Who would you have more faith oh, in to close it out? <laughs> Who would you have more faith in? Get get to the back nine. They're at the same score. I, this is an impossible question. It like, is. I mean, since Louis, since Louis burst on the scene at the Open. He's been dreadful. Like, he hasn't been dreadful. He doesn't shoot himself. He just does nothing. And this is, might be the perfect place for him, though, because he can do nothing. And that's <laughs> and then good. then makes an eagle at the end, and all of a sudden he's he's won. Makes a birdie, something like that, and all of a sudden he's won. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, that's that's an interesting hypothetical. We could really have I, some bugaboo, some skeletons coming out at some of those guys. It's it, it's really hard. It's a really big toss up. I I think Louis. I think I would take Louis. I'm so scared about Rory. The double cross into the into the canyon today. As soon as he started getting some some stuff rolling, of course he gets the the cleanup birdie at 18. But like that that is a which again, I think, sort of gets at some of the chasers being, you know, available, having having pathways available. If it's Rory and Louie, I, I'm just a little anxious. Given I can't believe we're throwing Rory in that bucket now, but I think that's you have to right after the last seven years. I feel really good that he avoided the Bryson pairing. Like that was that was not good. That was not going to be good. I don't think. Why? Well, because this I, is where I, it all started, right? I mean, we were gonna. Yeah. Go ahead. This, go ahead. This is, you know, at the beginning of uh, golf's return. All caps. Return to the golf. Return to golf. Yeah. All caps. You know, bulked up Bryson came back and totally. Colonial. He totally flexed he on him. Rory. Yeah. 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 He was yeah. bloated by him. It. Rory said it really screwed him up after the <laughs> round. Then, this spring, Rory's like, "Yeah, you know, I chased speed." And it really ruined my golf swing. <laughs> yes, he said that at the players, which yeah. you know, all credit to Rory because, for being because of Bryson, it, right, right. And then, and then the the third layer, which I didn't tweet about, that numerous people tweeted back at me about, is now Rory's leading the resistance against Bryson's <laughs> method of Ar- reading greens, arm lock, green leading reading books. He's just throwing them all, Eddie. He has the power, maybe. He, he's got the, he wears the crown on top of his head. Bryson's just sort of a, maybe he's a lord of a manor. He has some sort of territory, but he, he's, not, he's not at the, the seat of the head of the table here. Speaking of um, which, I, I need to issue an apology. A few weeks back, I said I was really disappointed in Rory since he became the PAC president. And now you're all in. I take it all back. If he gets rid of green reading books. That's all it took. He's the greatest pack president of all time. And if he somehow gerrymanders Armlock in there too, you know, I uh I might I might join the Pontevedra clan. I try, try might try and become a servant of the royalty of Pontevedra. Okay. Little court jester. Come in doing some parlor tricks for them. Entertain the boys <laughs> over there. Um I would say, you know, he's got boatloads of top tens. This might be his first real time in the Sunday crucible of a major since the Reed pairing at the Masters, or I guess Carnoustie, you know, he rolled in an eagle, momentarily had a back uh, lead on the back nine, but was way out in front, not way, but, you know, pretty far out in front of the, the last few groups at Carnoustie. I know he's had some top tens, like probably four or five since then, but they're all back door. And, 
uh, I would say this is the first real Sunday we're starting with Rory in a prime position to win a major since I would say either the Masters with Patrick Reed in that final grouping or, or when he, he claimed to share the lead late at Carnoustie, which is exciting. That's always good for the game and you know is de facto proof that Torrey Pines is a great venue because Rory's back in it. That's right. I, I have a hypothetical to throw at you. What is it? All right. Say say we get to the end of tomorrow and Russell Henley and Mackenzie Hughes are locked at six six under par. Heading to a playoff and it's running right into the track and field competition. What does NBC do? And then the second second part of the question. Say Rory and Bryson tie at uh-huh. five under, heading to a playoff, right into the track and field. What does NBC do? I mean, if it's Henley Hughes, which sounds like one of Justin Hadley's kids' names, um, Henley Hughes, I mean, they're going to like, you know, Bravo or one of the million networks that, that NBC Universal. Yeah, something like a golf channel. I don't know, golf channel may have LPGA obligation. Yeah, I think they're getting thrown down. Bryson, I don't know. Bryson, uh, Bryson Rory, they, they got to keep them on, right? They have I mean, they gotta, to, right? So, well, this so is we the pickle see. they're in because they got the Olympics, which is like their, their you know, ultimate bread butter. And they've got this new USGA deal. They're a year into it, and USGA is thirsty for you know as much. Here, here's the being angle taken care they, of. Here's the game within the game. Can't yeah. the golf people go to them and say, technically, this is a big deal for Olympic qualifying for golf? That's true. Could say you're killing two birds with one stone here, right? Olympics right? coverage and golf that should coverage. be the angle that they're playing. Sure. And then get Azinger sure. just talking about it, and it'll be a bunch of guys that are going to the Olympics. Added pressure to get that Olympic Pre- spot. Pressure. That, it's been 100 years since they played. There's only a few handful of these guys. They're back in the Olympics. That's pressure. You can win a medal. Only a handful saw, of guys. Are- you saw how much this meant to, meant to the players. I mean, Ricky Fowler, he got that Olympic tattoo on his arm. You know, that's real pressure. He said pressure a million times a day. It just fell right into our lap. We're not exaggerating this. Pressure, Dan. The pressure can burst a pipe. A pipe, I tell you. He said as straight as train smoke. He said a drive was straight as train smoke, which... I mean, is, is that straight? Seems like train smoke would be kind of floating hither and yon and then spreading out all over the place. But anyways, I digress. We don't need to get into Azinger's lang- language. Um... Do you have anything interesting to say about Mackenzie Hughes? He eagles 13, jumps in it, joins the coverage. Uh, you know, we'll have all the all of Canada rooting for him. I thought it was fascinating when he came off the course. Fascinating and damning. He and Bryson's comments after the when they walked off. Mackenzie Hughes like, yeah, I mean, it's basically like what we play at the Farmers. It's basically like, it's a little firmer, but like I'm used to this. And, and they were like, sort of eagerly asking him to not say that. Like, can you can you talk about how this is more of a U.S. Open and this is a major and it's hard and all these things? And it gets to your point on Thursday when, when it was admittedly slow, about it, like, not feeling special. Like, a U.S. Open, you feel special. You see a place you don't see all the time or you see a test or you see a leaderboard or you see shots that you don't... 
it sort of hit on that. He's like, no, no. I mean, this is the course I see. It's a no. I play every year here. I like it. It's a little firmer. And he wouldn't go there for him, which just added to that. Like, it feels like a farmer's insurance open in, uh, in June, obviously with stakes that are tenfold that. But, but that wasn't certainly the comment you probably want to hear if you're, I don't know, a Tory backer of some sort. No. Uh, what's your... What's your <laughs> Not at all. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Is Since, Mackenzie Hughes going to win? I, well, I was thinking about this. I, no, I don't think. I don't know. I, I, frankly, I have no clue who's going to win. I don't, I don't yeah. have any clue who's going to win. That's, yeah, I, that's right. It's a, it's a uh, utter crapshoot. There's 10 guys on that leaderboard that could win. And, I mean, it could come down to... Who doesn't hit a flag stick and get a terrible bounce? How about that today? What's going on sticks? with that? What is going on? Have now, you, can you recall seeing this? They seem like they're really bouncy, too. There are no friendly yeah. bounces. No. That never deadens, right? It never deadens the ball and drops it straight down. It, it's, it's always like big, big ricochets. Are they extra thick? Are they extra wide? Are they, they, are they, I, I don't know. Can I, can I just say the worst time tweet of the night was tagged me in Ben Vanna. Top notch analysis by Brendan Porath on the shotgun start in regards to the mattress king, never making a putt, despite the statistically being on top of that category. T- t- tweeted that at me like one minute before he bombs in the eagle putt at 18 to take the lead. I was like, oh, thank you. That's the worst time tweet. Top-notch analysis. That's what you come for. That's why you come here to say, we don't know if Mackenzie Hughes is going to win. Uh, we don't think Louis looks like Louis misses a putt every time I look up. And then, of course, there he is, draining an eagle to take take the lead into Sunday. Um, what else stuck out from you? Stuck out to you from Saturday? I, I would say doubling off the, the Mackenzie Hughes comments about it not being different. I mean, you got Bryson straight out coming out, coming out and saying again, like most people think to win a major, you got to hit it down the fairway. You got to hit greens. And like, that's just, I'm sorry. That's not the case. Like, it's not what you want to hear if you're Mike Davis, USGA, any of these major championships. Uh, but that's just not the case. Well, that's the thing is it, it's, it doesn't matter if you're in the rough, if you're hitting a wedge, unless there's water in front of the green, which we saw, we saw Russell Henley legitimately lay up with a wedge, which is asinine. It's idiotic. Like this is like the example of where long, narrow, long, rough, narrow is just so, it's so dumb. Like Russell Henley is like a foot off the fairway or, or off the first cut. And he's got a wedge in his hand with a front pin over water. We saw Bland hit it in the water. Now, uh-huh. I was sitting there like, I can't wait to see him take on the shot. Like, is he going to hit it to the back? Are we going to see him? T- like, it was a really nervy shot that would have, like, really given you a, a a feel of how he was handling the situation. But he had such a shitty lie. He just laid up to the right and Flared then hit a bunker, bunker shot. Yeah. 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 And then hit a bunker shot because that was easier than going long. That we didn't, we saw. You Wolf think he laid up, up into down. the bunker yeah. on purpose? Yeah, I think he laid bunker. up into the bunker on purpose okay. because that it, shot was easier. So, anyways, like now, if it if that if that rough is like two inches high or three, say it's four inches high, not even 
It's not thin, right? Say it's four yeah. inches high. He has to take on that shot. He's not sure if the ball's going to jump or come out like knuckling and di- dive bomb. And he's taking on the shot because he actually probably thinks he could use the backboard and make a birdie still. But, like, the enticement, this is why there's no movement on this leaderboard. This is this is the whole reason why is because, like, you hit it in the rough and then you just play defense, hit it up to the front of the green, and chip up and make par or bogey. That's, that's what this whole tournament is because of the setup. It's idiotic. Like, another example would have been Henley on 12. You know, Azinger set it up perfectly. He's like, you know, he's hitting this uh, hybrid from the right rough. He's like, that's I've n- I never know. I don't trust them out of the rough because I never know how far they're going to go. And it comes out hot as shit, right? Yeah. And that green has a ton of back-to-front slope, and then over the green is like a 25-foot uh, drop-off. Drop, yep. But there's eight inch rough behind the green, so his ball that's blistering through the green <laughs> just stops, and he ends right. up with like he's three feet off the green. So you just took like all big numbers off the table because of the shitty ass setup. Like it's just it's they don't think about how golf is actually played, and like the idea of like hey, we're gonna like really think about hey if if this guy's here. Like, okay, I get, like, you can have thick, rough places, but you should have shorter, rough other places. And anywhere on the approach shot into 18, you want shorter, rough because you want people taking on the water. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was Bland was the only one that really... Uh, Bland's the only one I've seen go in the, the water. Nobody hits feel, it in there! I feel bad for Sir Dick Bland. Just Can, can we... I, I had... I've just got like just a general take about Sir Dick Bland. All right, if I'm if I'm a fish out of water, the last thing I'm going to do is is foreshadow my performance by wearing all blue. I was wondering about that. That's well, the DJ move, doing? though. Yeah, that's DJ. DJ. Wears that. It's yeah. not Dick Bland. Maybe he's just like dressing for the job he wanted. He's just dressing for the job. That's all I could think about. Feeling blue. Or Is Bob he still Dylan's in it? Tangled, tangled up in blue. One over. He's still got a chance, right? No, he's Six got back. no chance. I, I had a game within the game. Low 48-year-old uh, Englishman. Uh, where's Westy right now? One over. He shot even again. Oh God, they're both there. Westy is Westy still playing for program. the 2008 title. He's still playing for the 2008 title. I think if he gets in at a, one under, he gets in at one under, he wins. Well, I'm in a playoff. Retroactively wins. Do I come back on Monday? One under. All right, let's do an ad read. We'll talk Bryce, and we'll talk a little bit more Rory. We got to get the game of the game. The game within the game answer comes after this ad read. Oh, wow. Is that a a cliffhanger teaser? Thanks to Athletic Brewing for sponsoring this week of U.S. Open coverage. Uh, They are not, they are only non-alcoholic brew of choice. It's it's the only one. I will, I will come right out and say it. You know, had they not advertised with us, had they not approached us, I don't know that I would have ever found it. I am, I'm trying to be honest with you. When they approached us, we're like, you know, we usually talk about how we're worse for the wear. How's this going to work? How's this going to fit? And um, it has, it has fit. I would, I would, if they were not paying me, paying us for ad reads, 
I would tell my friends off air that you should have this in your fridge. You don't need to go buying 18 cases of it. Just have like six at a time. Uh, you know, have it stocked. It is a fabulous option, fabulous alternative when you need a taste. We maintain, this is not scientifically proved, we know nothing about that, there's some sort of placebo effect. Has you feel in loose, relaxed, calm, whether you're grilling, whether it's unwinding at the end of a night and you don't want to just put yourself in the hole for the next day. Um, and it tastes good. I think it's a, it's a stable, it's a, it's a option you should have in your stable, in your fridge for the summer. We have a promo code, a shotgun start 15. Uh, that gets you 15% off your first order. The URL is athleticbrewing.com. Again, just trying to be fully, fully transparent up front with you. I didn't expect this to hit like it did with me personally, and it has. And I, I've, I don't know that I would know about it had they not approached us, and I'm glad they have. I, you know, this was over a year ago. It started my whole health kick. So I, it's, it's, uh, I've just come, I come by it honestly, and I want to be fully upfront, and I would strongly encourage you to uh, make it a part of your uh, refrigerator both this summer and fall. Go ahead. This week, I've been uh, I've been using an athletic a lot, consuming a lot of athletic. You right. know why? These because late pods, late pods, which I can't be getting you know getting a little tipsy on. Yeah. Before, because I'll fall asleep. But also, like I've been I've been stressed out because I'm I've got I've got a lot of hate directed at me this week because of my my takes on Tory woke mob. Yeah, Snob. so I've been needing yeah. a little, a little relief, and this is a serious placebo. To sit drinking a beer has really a couple times this week really chilled me out. Said, you know That's what? Good. I'm glad to hear that. That's fantastic. I can see so, it. So, uh, favorites, Cerveza Athletica is one of my favorites. I love the hazy, and then uh, the Run Wild and the uh, all uh, upside the down. Upside down. Upside down. Dawn. 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 Ale. Not down. Dawn. All right. Thanks to them. Shotgun Start uh, 15 is your promo code. Athleticbrewing.com. It's is your legit URL. good shit. It is. It is. It is. Uh, okay. What's the game within the game? Dick Bland versus Westy? Yeah, they're both at one over. I am still low, firmly. It's a low, low 48-year-old Englishman, which I didn't think would even be a contest at the start of the week. I'm paying Imagine taxes. Imagine the odds you could have gotten. I'm paying taxes in Blandland, happily paying taxes in Blandland. I will never move out. I want to support the community. Um, I'm, I'm riding with Dick Bland. He's now got the spotlight off of him. He'll go out a little. Are they playing together by chance? Is there a chance no. that tea times are out? I know, but um, okay. Are you rolling with Westy? Westy Island versus Blandland? Yeah. How can I? I mean, my boy's going to go out and shoot. A valiant 68 tomorrow to win the 2008 U.S. Open. Like, that's what's happening. Bland is with Guido, who he beat at the British Masters. Might be a comfortable pairing. He stared down that uh, Italian beast before and conquered him. That, that could be a comfortable pairing for him. They're one out in front of Lee Westwood and uh, Brian Harmon. 10-32. I think that's got to be local. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's the game within the game. We got to do a map. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Bland land, like Westy Island. Like a Game Ernie of Thrones. Atoll. I know yeah. you don't watch Game of Thrones, but it would be a Game of Thrones style. You know, Panavidra would be the uh, center of the kingdom. Okay. <laughs> and Rory with, the moat. On a cr- with Rory sitting on a crown. The drawbridge and a moat and a global <laughs> yeah. home. 
fancy and, local level yeah. home. Yeah, okay. and then you have you'll have all the all the places because the we'll zone will be like the Bermuda Triangle of of, of the map. zone, it's unattainable. It's mysterious. Once you get there, though, you may it's never get out. It's a vortex. All right, moving hey, on. Can I Go can ahead. I ask you a question? Yeah, are you ready for uh, a storyline about Bryson to be shoved down our throat tomorrow? That I saw them inching towards today on the telecast. Ooh, what could this be? They always love a good overcoming adversity story. Oh, Brooksy stuff at the end. Yeah. Wow, they really now that you mention it, they really ticked it up there at the end. They started asking him about it. Yeah. John Wood had to come in from the ground saying it's really picked up here. Could be, could be a good late Sunday. You know, he's really overcome some adversity. Get that ready on the bingo board. I think we're going to get some of that tomorrow. Battling through adversity. Which, I mean, he's played a part into it. I, I know he didn't, you know, he didn't instigate the whole deal. But I thought it would be all... Uh, Fa- Rory's first Father's Day, isn't it? It's first Father's Day. They're gonna get that. Oh, yeah. That one's gonna be hit. Oh, can hard. we talk about that? Can we talk about that? I just find it. I actually, as like a father, I was slightly repulsed by this. By this whole like showing his hotel room. The guy is like a celebrity. He's like an international icon, and you're showing the hotel room that he's him and his family is staying in on the telecast like that's not a good idea and then they mess up whose daughter is it's a golf pass channel maybe rory's hotel it was clearly not his wife his wife's probably inside watching on tv trying to stay out of the life like i feel like rory has made a very 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 clear point in that he wants his personal life to be personal like he has been very Uh, and his wife is, uh, some of the wives are very, very happy to be out there on Instagram, on the fairway, outside the ropes and things like that. I, I would say Erica's not one of those. She wants to yes. maintain her private family life. Um, yeah. And, so. and it just, I just found it ridiculous that they're shown his hotel room. Like, what? I, I was, nothing, when they show- nothing good from that could, could happen. Like, something's probably not going to happen, but nothing good can happen. When they first showed it yesterday, I was like, wow. Like, that's, that's a little weird. Like, that's not... Like, if I was a camera guy and I turned my camera on this hotel balcony, I'd be shitting my pants concerned he, if he caught me and saw me. It's, that's how, like... If that's not a signal that it's a little weird, then I don't know what is. Like, or maybe I'm just a little too sensitive to that. But, like... I was like, please don't see me. Please don't see me. Film in your balcony. Is what if I was on the other side of the lens? And I think that's all. That should be the litmus test of whether you should be doing it or not. And then they went back today, and, and they said this, you know, this fifteen-year-old who's like bouncing around. Yeah, well, that's you know, what I was wondering. I was wondering when they said it, like Rory and uh, Rory and my daughter, Rory's daughter and my daughter are like weeks apart, and I'm like, wait, that. How come Josie looks so small and like can't walk? Because the kid's like bouncing around. 
That kid was like on social security. Like unbelievable. That, that, yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, like, oh, there's little pop. Not to mention, not to mention like, no, the, kid, definitely the not. kid looked nothing like Rory. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. I guess, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I don't understand why we need a camera on the balcony. I, we, we see that at like the old course. Right, the old course hotel and some of those where there's balconies, but I I don't know. It uh, feels a little different, less intimate, less less attain, less close. Uh, that's all I'd say. You're, I don't know. It was it was odd yesterday. I thought it was odd today. They put him on the spot. He's like, no, definitely not my daughter. Um, what do you make of his sandwich? I'm getting pop oh. for this. Speaking of his hotel Sounds accommodations, delicious. it is. It does sound good. Next, next time when I'm in Tory at the 2035 US Open after so you know this is the swing thing right if Henley or Mackenzie Hughes wins maybe Louie even Tory's never never getting another one if Rory and Bryson have like an epic showdown tomorrow Tory's getting 2035 or whatever the next you really think day. so you think yeah. that matters you think that's yes. how you think they got a chance they'll, another? Okay. they'll say we got Tiger and we got Rory, like, winning for the first, like, if that happens. So when I'm there, I'm going to be getting that sandwich every day, too. It sounds delicious. What is it? It's chicken, avocado, a garlic aioli, a little lettuce. I think there's tomato on it. On, on It sounds like a delicious he bread. He said holy bread. What is holy with holes in it? What is that? What does that connote to you? I, maybe a sourdough of some sourdough. kind? Sourdough, yeah. It does yeah. sound like sourdough. Yeah. It sounds delicious. It sounds great. So I so, got people popping me for being anti-rotisserie chicken. But that this is somehow, you know, puts my my opinion to bed as being a further horrible opinion. First of all, you know... There's a lot of golf to be played here. He hasn't won anything with the, on this little chicken train he's on all week. There's 18 holes to be played. Second of all, suggesting that my anti-rotisserie chicken, the whole like piece of junk in that plastic tin, is can be equated to this delicious-sounding sandwich with avocado and aioli and all this other stuff you're talking about. It's like saying Tom Fazio designed Augusta National. No, this is like this. That's exactly what like Fazio might have an element of that, but like this is the exact same thing. Like suggesting that Fazio is all all Augusta is is due to Fazio. That that would that's the rotisserie chicken, right? No, no. This sandwich is an amalgam of different ingredients. There's a McKen. There's that make it in total fine and great. So my anti-rotisserie chicken. There's some Mackenzie in there. There's some probably Jones family mixed up in there. Maybe that's the aioli. I don't know. Whatever. But the rotisserie, the sandwich is just a totally different beast because of the other ingredients than suggesting you pick away at the scant few ounces you can get off this otherwise garbage bird in plastic. So it's just not a, a one-to-one comparison. That's all I have to say. <clears throat> My anti-rotisserie chicken is still uh, take is still well alive and well. All right. I uh I, I I think that's just an absurd stance. The chicken is the star of the show. The rotisserie chicken too. I don't think it would have the same kind of flavor and pop. I don't think Rory would be ordering it every night if it was a you know a shredded chicken or a 
or a grilled uh, chicken breast. I think the I rotisserie that. and that spice, that that nice like coating that it has, is what's giving what's making it that extra. Pizzazz. That's fine. It's not a defect. It's not bad. It's fine. I'm just suggesting it's a lazy person's way out of making dinner. You grab it off the end of the grocery store and you pick just little bits off of it, and it's it's never. It's always looks better than it actually is. All right, let's move on to Bryson. Oh, you want to move on from rotisserie chicken? You're you've been backed down by the world. Not at all. You want to move down? Not move at on. all. This is for, it's a sandwich. There's many ingredients to suggest that this is somehow the same as being anti. The whole chicken is ridiculous. Bryson, would you eat that sandwich? Yes, in a second, in a heartbeat. Even though it was rotisserie chicken. Yeah, that the yes. Yes. Wow. The chicken itself is not horrible. Sounds it's like, like sounds like your entire hatred of rotisserie chicken has been just nullified. No. Brendan no, loves not rotisserie at all. chicken. It's it's not horrible. It's like the fifth best way to eat chicken, but it's not hor it's not inedible. Oh, I would eat it. Wow, the tables um, have really turned here. This is not true at all. It's not it's ridiculous. Um, this is what I'll remember the twenty twenty one US Open for forever on. The Do you think Bryson should get admit that it's rotisserie chicken was good? Do you think Bryson should get penalty strokes for not yelling four at some point? Where are uh, we with this? It's not good. I mean, you got to be warned. I know that's not in the like official rule book. Can, maybe having been somebody that's been hit by a ball, a golf ball, in my life, it hurts. It's like it, it's kind of like punching somebody really hard. Yeah, yeah. It sounds if you're like just you have experience purposely, with pur- purposely launching balls into the crowd, uh, you have to yell as soon as you hit it. Yeah, at what what's his ball speed? Two hundred eight, two ten, two twelve, whatever he gets it up to. It seems like what was the one hole where he went purposely Four. down the right side? Four, right? And he picked his tee up, knowing it was going there, and never yelled anything. Just kind of quietly went to his bag. This is. Now, a continued sort of pattern of behavior. And I, I think we got to start. Someone's got to say something to him. He has no care for public safety, apparently. Uh, what's his chances tomorrow? He's, again, we don't need to say if he'll win, he'll lose. I personally think he is the most likely to win on the leaderboard. I thought he like, this is cliche. I thought he left a lot out there today. It just seems like he is, have it, has it figured out. Has a lot of wedges, as we've seen. Hits it to pin high and has like a seven to like 12 footer on a bunch of holes where a lot of guys don't. Or a lot of guys are scrambling. Or a lot of guys are trying to two put in from some other part of the green. I would suggest he is the favorite or not, not the favorite, but if you ask me who's most likely to win based on what I saw today, what I saw yesterday, it would be Bryson. Slow climb back to first place. The oily boy. A little less oily, but oily boy nonetheless. Yes. Um, <laughs> so some... I th- something that I uh, I really have noticed with Bryson over the last kind of year and year or so is he's got this like unbelievable knack for making really important putts, like where where the momentum could really shift, and and we've seen this with with the the course like. 
what happens with people, they make a couple birdies and then they make bogey or two or three, right? And it just keeps yep. pulling you back down. And today, Bryson, you know, he hits that shitty wedge on 14, the shitty chip, and then he cans like that 20-foot putt for par. And mm-hmm. it, it reminded me a lot of what happened at Bay Hill when he was in the duel with Westy. You know, he made a couple re- absurd putts that yes. were like across the green early in the round, places that you wouldn't remember. But like that putt really stood out to me as like, God, you know, he just like a lot of guys don't like don't make that. And those are the putts you make when you win tournaments. So I, I share your sentiments uh, about if I was going to say a favorite, I'd say him. Although I, I, I do. I, I really like Louie if he can shoot one under. That's the thing. I really, I like, I love any of the leaders if they can shoot one under. Like at any point them, on Sunday at Kiowa, did you think Louis was going to win? No, never. Not he was. I don't think he was. Same, what, same one for Wingfoot. Same yeah. with Wingfoot last year. Like they, he was right in the mix last year at Wingfoot, and they fell apart on the back nine. But like, same but thing. It's a little like, different, maybe. I don't know. It's a little, little different for him. Plays into his. Hands a little more. I don't know. Well, it's it's, a, it's more of a PGA tour setup, according to Mackenzie Houston. Right, right. Uh yeah. I think the thick boy, thick boy is the pick. Um, How about John Rahm? Is he? Uh, I thought we were gonna just really see a nuclear explosion on on fourteen or fifteen, wherever he hit the flag. Another one that, that just. Feels like he's not getting much out of it. And still Nothing. Somehow T six, you know, um, kicking away some par five opportunities. He got one at the end. I, I think he's he birdied on eighteen. Uh, but yeah, it, kicking away par five opportunities. So yes, would I be shocked if uh, I, I would not be shocked if he shot sixty six, maybe even low round of the week to win. Um, should we just do contender or pretender? You want to go through? Yeah. Them? Yeah. All right. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes and Russell Henley, the last two. They are tied for the lead. I, I think I think Russell Henley is a contender. I'm with I you on that. Hughes is a pretender. I think if Russell Henley was a pretender, we would have seen him recede a little bit more. He would have pulled a Dick Bland, you know? He, he, Hughes hasn't been FedEx Cup number one like Russell Henley has. <laughs> I saw you reeling folks in on that. On Twitter, people taking the bait, insulted that you would suggest that Henley, because he's been number one, has climbed the mountaintop. That was fabulous. Uh, Twitter, just a terrible place, but sometimes this you can is get a some horrible place out of it. these days. Um, I agree with that. I'd say Hughes. I would put Pretender. We're gonna get a lot of angry folks up north, a lot of angry Canucks, and I would put Henley as a, a, a Hughes Pretender, Henley a contender. How about? Louis, Louis, Rory. Louis a contender. Rory, Rory. Rory's a contender. No thought. Quick. Well, I mean, Quick I just don't. Okay. Here's the thing. Like, what's a bad round? 73? Yeah. <laughs> so you're still contending. What's a good round? 67. So you're, Impossible. Like, to, yeah. yeah, like you're never not in contention. It's like the thing. <laughs> Literally. So if if Russell Henley, all right, we tweeted this from the Friday. I was pissed off when Russell Henley made his last putt because it really screwed up the whole thing. But you know, if 
at the start of at the start of today. So if Russell Headley misses his putt, at the start of the day, it was two players at five under. So if Russell Headley misses, there's two players at five under. Two players at four under. There would have been one player at four under. Three play or two players at three under. There would have been th- uh, two players three under. Three players at, or two or uh, three players at two under. Three players at two under, and then three players at one under, and now there are five players at one under. So it just would have been the same exact thing. Like it, it got screwed up because of the because yeah. of the one. But it, it's just you know that's the thing. You're never never out of it really. Okay. If you're if you're at five, I just. I can't see a world where you're out of it. Like, what are you? Are you gonna shoot forty-two? Like, you have to play so bad, and you've been playing golf at such a high level to shoot forty-two. What did Dick Bland shoot coming in? He shot. He shot like one of the highest. I mean, he shot forty-one coming in. Dick Bland. Like, but it's also Dick Bland. The outliers were eighty-two. That like never happened. I mean, Wilco shot eighty today. The next highest, like, you can't shoot bad score. Like, there's no 85s out here. Bryson, we've established as a contender. Maybe our pick. Scotty Scheffler. Again, contender, pretender. He's two, two under, three shot back. Are, you, are we just going to say think, everybody's I a think, contender? I think, honestly, everybody's a contender. Who's Until the pretenders? Bazaden Hout and Streelman aren't winning. <laughs> I would agree with that. Like, out, like everybody else is a contender because you can't go anywhere. There's no, there's no carnage. There's no ejectability. Yeah, yeah. Can you go? Are you going any below one under, even par? Paul Casey, no. Paul. No, I because think. you can't Brooksy, shoot 60, below sixty-seven. Apparently, that would be Brooksy. That would bring Brooksy and JT into it. JT could shoot a go nuts. No, maybe, maybe not. Sixty-five at best. Puts you at six under, maybe to a playoff at best. That's a lot. It seems like a reach. Um, well, that's the thing. So I will say this: say somebody goes out and shoots sixty-four, it'll be utterly unbelievable because nobody's shooting low scores, right? Right. So there is right. the the ability if somebody just gets unbelievably hot that we could have like one of the most memorable final rounds of all time when somebody shoots like a sixty-five because nobody's done it. So. I would maybe. I would urge the USGA to maybe cut some rough. Like, do something to spice this shit up. You think that's going to happen? No. We should maybe save this for our recap show. But, like, the whole week, the holistic show. Where are you, at Brooke? Where are you with Brooksy right now? Let's I mean, save winning, it. Winning majors is hard. Like, he's in yeah. the mix. That's all you can do. Since he started talking a bunch of shit about DJ at Harding Park, though, I don't know. I mean... I guess he was in the final group at the PGA. It's hard to put him down for that. Um, what did you make of Mike Davis, Caddy? A little thirsty? You think he's going to be out there with Wilco Knee Neighbor, hitting the ball 390 yards, watching just equipment, overwhelm the... Look what this has, hath wrought. Knee Neighbor's out uh, alone first. I don't know if Gore will be the marker again. I would think he would be, but... Maybe I, I doubt Mike Davis throws a caddy bib on the day he's got to be in his suit and tie and do the trophy presentation and all that. So it was uh, eh, interesting, charming, whatever, a bunch of different things. Any other reactions from Saturday? You want to get off your chest, empty the notebook? 
Ah, uh, let's see. You know, one thing with Henley, I noticed today, he was in all those bunkers. It's so much better to be in the bunker, assuming you d- aren't up on the lip, than it is to be in the rough. You're talking about fairway and greenside? Or fairway fairway bunkers. Of, okay. Okay. I would... Yeah, I think the player said that as much. A lot of them, too. It's the start of the week. Especially greenside, though, right? I mean, I guess depending on if you're real short, short side or not, too. But. Do you have anything else? I mean, no. we're, we're 50 minutes. This is 30 I've minutes the too notebook. long. Yeah. Everyone enjoy I'm glad, your... I'm glad uh, you're back on Team Rotisserie Chicken. That's bullshit. That's been the win of the no, day. No, I'll have it in a sandwich with a bunch of oh, other ingredients. I'll have, How it is this sam- even- I'll have it in a sandwich. Oh this my! Is not, how oh can my. you not distinguish? You can't, you can't understand just this go distinction. run around, run in your mouth on rotisserie chicken, and then say, "I don't oh, do I'll that." Have, first of I'll all, I'll have it in a sandwich. I've run around, run in my mouth on chicken. It came up in a podcast, and now it's taken on a life of its own. That it's, it's just not analogous at all. Sandwich with a bunch of ingredients. So, all right. Everyone enjoy your Saturdays. Enjoy your Sunday mornings. Happy Father's Day, Andy. Your first Father's Day, is it not? Hey, thank you. I get to watch Tory Pines. I got to play Tory Pines on my birthday, and I get to watch <laughs> golf at Tory Pines on my first Father's Day. Oh, what a treat. <laughs> oh. Everybody, if you're a father, if you have a dad, I mean, you know, if you don't, enjoy your Father's Day, enjoy your Sundays, enjoy your weekends, enjoy your U.S. Open. We'll be back with a uh, full week wrap show, usual Monday morning episode. Uh, Thanks again for your support. Listen it.